Hello and welcome to this week's podcast from Revenue Rocket. Uh, this is Mike Harvath, President and CEO uh, of the firm, and we're broadcasting live and direct from our world headquarters in Bloomington, Minnesota. And today we are talking about business valuations. Um, as you guys know, uh, we are the uh, premier uh, M&A advisory firm in the market for IT services companies worldwide. Uh, we're here to share some of our experiences and, um, uh, you know, um, views on valuation and how to add value and valuation to your business pursuant to looking for an exit. And what I would say is that valuation is all about realizing profit. Um, all valuations, you'll see many valuations that are reported um, to the market as multiples of revenue. The problem with that is that uh, no one, the reason why they're not um, reported as a multiple of profit is because no one wants to disclose profit. Uh, what that tends to do is create confusion amongst uh, those of you that may be listening to our podcast about how to value your business. And you think it's about a multiple of revenue when it's really not. It's a, mul a multiple of profit. And depending on what section in the IT services realm that you're in, if you're a managed service provider, Certainly, you'll hear a lot of advisors out there talking about percentage of reoccurring revenue and how that drives valuation. The reality of that is that certainly higher, uh, probably higher than 50% and you know, certainly higher than 70% reoccurring revenue does create interest uh, in buyers. It doesn't in its own right drive valuation. Um, what drives valuation for managed service providers, for what we'll call traditional custom application developers and for application implementers is having sustainable and growing profitability. And that sustaining and growing profitability generally when you think about value um, is the key driving factor to uh, creating interest by buyers and driving value. Usually transactions trade for most businesses that are above 5 million and sort of the six to eight times trailing 12 month EBITDA um, you can expect that um, there's a variation in that number based on the buyer's desire or the buyer's ability to get to their internal rate of return or a return on investment. Um, most buyers will want to get all of their money back they spent uh, with you on a free cash flow basis within five years. Um, so all of the purchase price that they have used to acquire your business they want to uh, realize within five years after the transaction is closed on a free cash flow basis um, in order to do the deal. And um, that is an important consideration because I think a lot of people think about, you know, I could get any amount of money for my business or I, or I hope that I run into an irrationally exuberant buyer that will buy my business for 10 times revenue or something. Those types of deals don't really occur or they're very few and far between um, because the companies can't articulate or understand or get to even a forecasted return rate. Uh, the buyers have to get to a forecasted return rate if they're going to be successful in acquiring your business regardless of what the number's for. Now, certainly there's some scenarios where one plus one equals three and then one plus one equals three you hope that all deals do that, but in the ones where one plus one clearly equals three, um, you may get a higher uh, valuation. Um, because if you can get to a place together 
either firm can't get a loan, then it can drive some synergy, uh, synergies that would drive valuation. But understand that if you're a seller, you have to be thinking a lot like a buyer and how they're going to get a return rate and ultimately that will drive a, drive a valuation discussion. So as much as we talk about a multiple of EBITDA being the cornerstone of how your business is valued, um, the, the broader context means that the buyer must get to a plausible return rate uh, in order to offer uh, any price. The only true uh, metric that's meaningful for uh, valuation is when you have a willing buyer and a willing seller come together and agree on a purchase price. Um, it, it doesn't have to do with a multiple of EBITDA. It doesn't even have to do with the spreadsheet math associated with evaluation. Those are all interesting um, discussions, right? And you'll see certifications out there for a certified valuation consultant or you know, an accounting firm might say they do a valuation in a certain way. And these are all interesting, um, you know, points of light. We here at Revenue Rocket do about 400 valuations a year. We do a lot of valuations a year for IT services companies. That experience gives us perspective. Uh, if you listen to our last podcast, we talked about the luxury of perspective. Uh, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that. Um, in essence, um, that perspective of doing this high number of valuations allows us to be pretty darn accurate with what we call market-based price. Market-based price is what a typical buyer would be willing to pay, um, what a typical seller could be willing to accept uh, for a uh, sale of their business. Um, and those models tend to drive that. But when push comes to shove, um, the only real valuation of the business is when you have a real buyer willing to buy a real seller and they come together on price. Um, so there's a fair amount of moving parts here. Just to review, typically you can expect your business to be worth about six to eight times trailing 12 months EBITDA. Uh, typically, um, you know, you want to kind of walk a mile in the shoes of a buyer if you're a buyer or walk a, in the mile of the shoes of the seller if you're a vice versa. You're a buyer looking at a seller. Buyers need to get to a plausible return rate or they're not going to, you know, make an offer to buy your business. And so that impacts kind of the ditches, if you will, or the bounds of which a deal could get offered. And just to repeat, you know, most uh, buyers want to see a return rate um, that's in excess of a five-year return based on a free cash flow basis. And, and then more importantly, um, as you think about valuation, you have to really have a willing buyer and a willing seller coming together on an actual deal to set the market or set MVP, as we call it, market-based price, um, so that you can understand that. You need to be able to track those transactions like we do here at Revenue Rocket so we know where the market Stands so we can advise our, cl our clients on how to build value into their businesses if they're a seller, how to think about doing an acquisition if they're a buyer. Uh, and we certainly advise both groups on how to optimize deals uh, for their respective role, whether it be as a buyer or as a seller. So uh, with that, I'll tie a ribbon on it. Um, we uh, certainly have many more thoughts about valuation. You can find a valuation calculator on our website if you would like to learn more about your valuation if you're a seller. Uh, if you'd like to learn more as a buyer, uh, we also have a variety of uh, bits of information and artifacts on the website 
that talk about um, how to think about acquiring another firm. Um, and certainly we're always available uh, via email or uh, at info at revenuerocket.com or feel free to give us a call and all the details are on the website.